0: we're just gonna magnify the Lord this morning
1: remain standing. Do not leave. Do not leave. Team, worship team.
0: Please
1: remain standing. I'm going to have you to take a hold of someone's hand and we are praying at this point. We're praying. It is in the atmosphere of prayer and the atmosphere of the outpouring of His Spirit that all that we are positioned to accomplish today will be done So I want us right now to start, We have been doing this in the office The beginning of every major revival starts with repentance. And then that is followed by a yieldedness to the Holy Spirit. And from that yieldedness to the Holy Spirit, He then gives His direction and He works in us what His plans and His purposes are. I want us right now to pour ourselves out on him and allow him to pour himself out on us everyone children everyone let us pray open up your mouths and just pray come on come on hallelujah Jesus great is your name Jesus so father we humble ourselves before you we seek your face we humble ourselves before you we turn from all wicked ways We humble ourselves before you. Because your word says it's a broken and a contrite heart. The sacrifice of the Lord is that of a broken and a contrite spirit. You will not despise them. This morning we want to be broken before you. So you'll not despise our offering lord we break our hearts before you come on everyone we're in prayer time to pray it's prayer time time to pray time to pray come on pray. pray 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 pray. it's time to pray we humble ourselves before you pray we empty ourselves before you come on pray we cry out to you this morning pray Yes, Lord. None like you, Jesus. None like you, Jesus. None like you, Lord. None like you, Lord. None like you, Jesus. None like you, Father. So we surrender to your Lordship right now. Come on, pray. Everybody pray. He's going to pour out his spirit if we just pray. In Acts 2, they were in prayer when the Holy Spirit fell. Pray. Now, Lord, we ask you invade this space by your presence come in the midst of us this morning In day by your head come Lord we acknowledge you this morning that our dependency is upon you Lord pray God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob we surrender to you this morning we surrender to your Lordship to your will, to your way come on pray Lord we open ourselves to you have your way have your way have your way have your way we surrender to you this morning come on people pray 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 have your way lord have your way have your way holy spirit have your way in the midst of us this morning have your way you are potter we are clay we are clay we are clay For you are part of this morning. Have your way. Come on, pray! Come on, pray! Have your way this morning. And we surrender to you, Lord. We surrender to you, Lord. We surrender to your Lordship. It is not our will, but your will be done. It is not our way, but your way. It is not our might, but your power. It is not our strength, but your strength. It is not our glory, but your glory. Lord have your way in the midst of us this morning 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 have your way, come on Everyone in the building just begin to say to the Lord, have your way. Go ahead and say to him, have your way, Lord. Tell him, have your way. Have the preeminence in this place this morning. Have your way. Break off chains. Break chains. Break chains. Break chains. Break chains. Break chains. Have your way. 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 In the midst of us this morning. Have your way, Lord. Have your way. Have your way Jesus, have your way Jesus, have your way Come on Give ourselves to him, everyone everywhere Give ourselves to him, everyone everywhere Give ourselves to him, everyone everywhere Give ourselves to him, him. let's give ourselves to him Everyone everywhere, let's give ourselves to him Say, have your way Have your way Young and old alike, come on, say, have your way. Children, cry out to the Lord, say, have your way in me, Jesus. Have your way. Have your way, Lord. Come on, tell him, have your way. Have your way, Lord. If you're in this house tonight, this morning, you're not saved. Ask the Lord to have his way. Say, Lord, have your way in me, Jesus. Have your way, 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 have your way. Love we surrender, we surrender to your will, we surrender to your Lordship. We surrender, Lord. And we're not done with prayer just yet. We still have some more to do. Come, we're not done yet. By declaring to Him that Lord, You are the Potter. Tell Him this morning, Lord, You are the Potter. Say, Lord, You are the Potter. I am but clay. Tell Him, tell Him, tell Him, tell him Lord, You are Potter. Lord, You are Potter. Lord, it is, Lord, me. Mold me, mold me, make me, shake me, form me, work in me. You are Potter, you are Potter, you are Potter. I am clay, I am clay, I am but clay. Work in me your purposes, work in me your purposes this morning. Surrender to you Jesus. Surrender to you, Jesus. Surrender. Surrender to you, Jesus. Surrender, Jesus. Surrender. Surrender. We're not done, we're not done. There's still some more prayer to do. I don't want anybody to be just looking around at this point. I want you to be in prayer. Just close your eyes shut out everybody everything else and you and the Lord in the secret place In the secret place you and the Lord in the secret place just you and him now just you and him now young people just you and him now just you and him let it be just you and him So this is between me and you Lord this is between me and you tell him what's happening on the inside let him know where you are at even though he already knows there's only when we acknowledge before him where we are, that he's able to work in us, his purposes and his plans. Jesus. Come on, everyone. Everyone, everyone. 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 Pray. 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 Jesus. There's a reason why we need to do this right now. Pray. There's a reason why we must do this right now. Just pray. Pray. Talk to God. Have a conversation with the Lord. Have a conversation with the Lord. Just have a conversation with Him. You don't have to pray like someone else. Just have a conversation with Him. Just talk to Him. Say to Him what's on your heart. Bring before Him your concerns. Bring before Him your desires. Bring before Him your shortcomings. Bring before Him your weaknesses. Bring before Him what you consider your strengths. Just bring it before Him, right now. Lay it all before Him. Say, Jesus, we surrender to You, Lord. To Your will. We surrender to Your way. We surrender to the moving of Your Spirit. We surrender to your will. We surrender to your way. We turn our hearts. We turn our hearts to you Lord. We turn our hearts to you. We turn our hearts to you. Have your way in us Lord. Have your way in yes, us Have your way in yes, us Have your way, yes, Jesus. Have your way. 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 Jesus. Have your way. Have your way. I want to move, but I can't move on because God is still saying, Come in. So we just need to go in a little bit deeper. Come on, let's go a little deeper, a little deeper, deeper still, deeper still, deeper still, come on, deeper still. He has invited us in to the secret place. So okay, let's go deeper still, deeper, deeper. Lord, take us deeper, take us deeper into your presence, into the river of your spirit. Take us deeper, Lord. We wanna go in deeper. We refuse to stay in the shallows. We wanna go deeper, deeper, deeper. Deeper still, deeper still, deeper Lord. Deeper, take us deeper, deeper, deeper. Ah, Lord God, take us deeper, deeper. Yes Lord, deeper, higher heights, deeper depths, higher heights, deeper depths, higher heights, deeper depths, and we might know the length in the breath of your spirit, higher height and deeper depths, higher heights and deeper depths, higher heights and deeper depths in your spirit right now, yes, yes Lord, yes, hear the cry of our hearts, yes Lord, yes, yes, yes it's not by might. It is not by power, it's by our strength, it's by your spirit, it's not by our military man, it's not by our doing of things, it's by your spirit, pour out of your spirit, upon every flesh this morning, in the name of Jesus. Pour out of your spirit Lord, pour out of your spirit Lord, pour out of your spirit Lord. Pour out of your spirit. Jesus. Pour out of your spirit. Upon all flesh. The Lord, Let's clap and shout unto the Lord this morning. Let's clap and shout unto the Lord this morning. Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord. You may be seated if you can. Thank you. I'm aware that the welcome was done earlier. But I want to welcome into the house this morning a number of persons and new faces. We have an entire congregation with us this morning. I'm going to invite them just to stand so we can just welcome you everyone, please, all the congregation that came with, just welcome, welcome, welcome. And you'll be hearing a little bit more about them in a while, you may be seated, thank you very much. And of course we have other visitors with us this morning, I want to welcome you also want to welcome Dr. Hayes in the house this morning. Welcome. sir. Welcome. And um, all of our visitors again. Welcome. I know it's your first time. Welcome. Wonderful. This is a very unusual day in that the Lord has scheduled this as a point to see to the set of setting apart of persons for service it's unusual in the sense that whenever oil is being poured or whenever there's an anointing being released in this way of setting aside for holy purposes sometimes persons are not mindful'm as a person I mean those who are not the one whose hands are being laid on directly are not realizing that they have been given an opportunity as well to draw on the anointing that has been poured into the house and to be raised up to another place and so this morning this is what we have Before us, we have a few passages to look at, and I want to start with our first, which is Isaiah 61. We're going to go there together. Isaiah 61. This is what it says in Isaiah 61. I'm going to ask a person just to settle down, please. I am learning more and more how sometimes we can grieve the Holy Spirit. Um, and it's not just by what we say, it's sometimes what we do. So I want children just to settle down as quickly as you can. Parents, just take your little ones and hold them with you. Isaiah 61. Let me ask you to stand for the reading of the word one more time, please. Isaiah 61. Brother Barnes, just talk to those two young men for me. Please have them seated. They miss everything that I've just said. So they don't, their parents are not here, so we'll have to parent them right now. So. Just hold them right where they are for a moment. Everyone, let's read. I'm reading King James. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach tidings, good tidings to the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim liberty to the captive. The opening of prison to them that are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of the vengeance of our God I'm going to come back to that phrase in a moment to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion to give unto them beauty for ashes the oil of joy for mourning the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness that they may be called trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord the planting of the Lord the planting of the Lord that he might be glorified he might be glorified and they shall build the old wastes They shall build the old wastes. They shall raise up the former desolations. They shall repair the waste cities. The desolations of many generations. And I want to stop there. The desolations of many generations. The word of the Lord. And before we go, before you take your seats, one more. This one is Acts 13. Acts 13. So, Acts chapter 13. Beginning with the very first verse. Acts 13. Thank you, Lord. Acts 13. Are we there? Acts 13. Let's read. Now, there were in the church that was at Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and Manian which which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul and they ministered to the Lord And fasted. The Holy Ghost said. Separate me. Separate me. Barnabas and Saul. For the work we run to I have called them. And when they had fasted and prayed. And laid their hands on them. They sent them away. The word of the Lord. You may be seated. Thank you. The word of the Lord. Thank you. Worship. Amen thank you lord this morning i want to share and i've tried condense i'm not sure how but i'll try <clears throat> as we stand in this anointed service this morning together to fulfill what we believe is the purposes and the will of the lord on this day And in keeping with God, what God is saying to us as a whole in this nation and as a church. I want to talk to us a little bit about being set apart. What it means to be set apart. To be set apart. And what it means to be set apart. There is an Old Testament passage. And this passage was again rehearsed in the book of Hebrews and it gives a description of how God goes about in positioning someone for something greater than themselves. And what happened in your testament is that once god had pulled his people out of egypt and has taken them in the wilderness and have tested their hearts for a while he then made one step another move and that move had a twofold component it was to organize them as a nation As a nation that is with governance structure and systems but the way he went about doing this is unusual among any nation in other words if in our nation when we are setting apart someone for public service in terms of leading the nation we would have an election And then we have what is called a swearing-in ceremony. And these men that we have would put their hands on the Bible and they would swear by Almighty God that there would be a leader of our nation and that they would lead in a way to honor our people. And in many cases, the Bible in which they place their hands Before they even leave the platform They have already lied Because they have no intention Of honoring What they are swearing about So here is how God organized This nation His organizing of a nation Began not with a king Not with a government In terms of In just politics But in organizing the nation he began by setting aside priests. An anointed company who would actually carry out his assignment. And so in putting aside this anointed company, once he established the, the Ten Commandments and all the others that he gave them, then his next step was to say set aside Aharon and his sons for this amazing call. Then as he they were chosen and set aside, he then poured or uh, he was to uh, take them through a process. The process began with three main things. Number one is a set apart, setting them aside. Number two is that a sacrifice was offered. They would have prepared the bull and killed it and the blood would have been taken and the finger is dipped in the blood and the anointing goes upon the right ear lobe and upon the right large finger and likewise the right large toe indicating that from here on your ears are given to the Lord you must hear from the Lord it is when we have heard from the Lord that we speak New Testament says, Lord, with all our hearts, with all our soul, and with all our might. That phrase, with all our might. The Hebrew is the word Yad. Yad is the word for hand. To work with all our might means to work Yad biyad, To work with both hands. That our hands must be given to the work. That we cannot be what we call in Jamaica standoffish. And act as though, let them do it. We are only Suited to do certain things. No, but we must give our worship includes giving ourselves and our hands to the work. Fully to the work. We have had the experience where persons have come and they have said, Well, I I, I didn't come to church to clean floor. I came to preach. I didn't come to clean church. I came to preach. And in many cases, that is the attitude and the mindset that we come to the house with. But if we really understand the requirements of holiness and giving of oneself to the Lord, it means very simply you do not belong to yourself. I want you to look to the person beside you and tell them, I have news flash. I have it on CVM. I have it on... TVJ I have it on JIS and all the radio station that you can hear and listen to and now I have it to you from heaven you do not belong to yourself you were bought with a price full payment you belong to the Lord so now say to them any part of you that you have reserved for yourself give it back your two teeth I am sorry to put that part at the end but I want to show you how serious the matter is because we are taking what does not belong to us that's what it is we are taking what does not belong to us we are bought with a price completely not partially but completely the purpose of anointing the large toe of the right foot is that we're declaring that as of this moment I am committed to walk in the paths of righteousness I'm going to walk in the paths of God I'm going to walk in the paths of God I am not I'm not self directed I'm not self directed so much so that in the prophet it says it is not in man to direct his path. I'm not self directed. So much so that in Psalm 1, uh, 19 he says that the thy word said that with me, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Your word, Lord. Gives me direction. So it's not in man to direct his path. Now I go through all of that to say this. That was the first major anointing that happened. In organizing a nation. Not a church. But a nation. And then. When Jethro spoke to Moses. He says to him now. You are standing in this position. You are judging the people. It's now time for another change. And so another anointing was about to be poured out and in this he says choose 70 persons and this figure of seven will be featured over and over again choose 70 persons and when you choose them I am going to take out from you I'm not going to from heaven release another No. I'm going to take out from you and I'm going to put upon the 70. And when I've placed upon them, then I want you to set them over the amount of persons they are able to manage and supervise. Can I tell you that in the midst of that anointed service, there were persons who were Belligerent And rude And feisty It is possible That in an anointed service Somebody can still be of a wrong spirit And these Among them are two men Eldad and Midad These two men says We Will not Come I don't care How much you feel That God has mandated you to anoint us we will not come we do not respect what you're doing we have no regard for what you are intent and doing we want to have no part of it so they did not leave their tent it means that there are persons who should have been here this morning who may have stayed home with the wrong motive wrong motive it's not me that is going to be anointed so why should i be there wrong motive but they miss a very crucial component that in the process if i break a bottle of perfume in here right now how many persons would you think would smell it i ask that question again because only a few of you decide to respond I said if i break a bottle of perfume in the midst of us this morning how many of us will smell it when an anointing is poured out it doesn't just fall upon those at whom it was released so that is why and i'm, I'm trying to touch my it can happen that is why in psalm 133 Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to come together in unity. Now, here's what I love. If anybody walks through this door this morning, they could not tell that this group of persons right here are not a part of us. They're not able to tell because when we are dwelling in unity, there is no distinction between us. There's none. There's, there's, none. there's none of us that look richer than some of us and the others look poor and decrepit. No. What we're having is that we are in unity. We are sharing, drawing, I'm going to use a strange word, milking one spirit so that together we're able to experience it. So, elder, and that says, we will not come. And while Moses is pouring out upon the 70 minus 2. The Bible says that the spirit of the Lord fell upon them. And the two that was home in their tent. At the exact moment that that the Holy Ghost fell on these that was before the Lord. He fell at the exact moment and them at home. Even though they say, we want to have no part of this. Now why do I go through all of that? When the anointing is poured on the head, it flows down to the beard. The beard has to do with those who are at the officer's level, those who are deacons and elders and what else you call it in all case heads of ministries down the beard and to the fold of the garment it goes all the way down until well I have on a pants so it wouldn't look so nicely but if I had on a gown then it goes right down to where you would fold the gown and stitch it the very hem that's one aspect of it or, as my sister has on her prayer shawl, as it pours down, it flows into the zitzit. It flows because when the person is kneeled, the zitzit is actually before them. So it flows all the way down to the zitzit. And as it flows into the zitzit, it releases. In other words, so here is what God's saying to us that this outpouring this morning is not reserved for those upon whom hands will be laid. It is a pouring out that must come to everyone else who are in leadership and everyone else who are in support of those who are in leadership. This is as much an outpouring for you as it is for those upon whom hands will be laid. So now we're going to do a little paradigm little shift for us the reason we have read and the 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 Lord have had me on a very interesting journey this journey have been rearranging and shifting some things in my whole person and life and in my understanding and in my pressing into him and seeking him so here is where we are now so Isaiah 60 it started by saying the spirit of the Lord in, the, in further back in the Old Testament the applying of the oil was only for representation everybody say representation now I want to use a nice big word in theology call it foreshadow everybody say foreshadow so it means that what was being rubbed upon them was to testify this was just an example to testify of the real thing to come all right for those of you who are not understanding it it's like going into a chinese restaurant they usually gives you this is how they guarantee that you walk out of there and say this is the greatest amount of food i've ever gotten so first they give you water then they bring you what is called the broth now the purpose of the broth the broth is supposed to be a foreshadow of the meal that is to come that you can gauge the taste of the meal based on the broth you have received so whatever the broth is going to be called whether it is something in um, cream of corn soup or pumpkin or whatever are what a little thing with little dumplings and so they are setting that to say this is to testify that this little saucer is about what do you call it um soup bowl little soup bowl is about to grow into a bigger dish when he rub oil on them in the old testament it was to testify that the one for whom this oil represents that when he comes, he is bigger and larger and much more compact and powerful than this oil can do. The problem with us is this, and this is how this is where the shift has been happening, in that we are still just looking for an anointing. And so we are asking for a double portion. And we're asking Lord I want for your anointing So I want to shift our understanding Today in this way That as of today Our ask is going to be Lord I want To experience A fresh outpouring Of your spirit Come on let's practice Lord I want to experience A fresh Of your say Holy Ghost fall upon me So the passage Isaiah prophesying as though he was living in the New Testament says that the spirit of the sovereign Lord not an anointing but the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me and when he sat the manifestation of him coming to sit is the outworking and the outworking is what we call the anointing So let me say that again And say it with me. Say, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Come on. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Come upon me, Lord. And release through me your anointing. Things are about to get saucy in here. Oh, God. Help us, Jesus. And we need to say it one more time. Say, Spirit of the Lord, come upon me. Say, I am waiting for you to fall upon me. I am waiting for your pouring. Pour yourself upon and in me. So he came upon them came upon them so watch this now before I break out all of the different pieces Joel says that it shall come to pass Joel two twenty eight in the last days how do we know what time frame is the last days The last days has a measurement. The last days commence with the birth of Jesus Christ. And it finishes with his triumphant reigning on the throne. It means that we are in the last days. So there are two major things that are used to classify these last days. The one I just tell you is thing number one. Thing number two is that there are manifestations of certain unclean spirits that are more vicious than they have ever seen even from the Old Testament. It might sound strange, but God used that as one of the markers that you are in the last days. An an invasion of a level of demonic... That we have never seen there's a newscast that came out i saw it oh, last night was it that a what is supposed to be a christian family that a christian man murdered his family and then killed himself and a man stand up and say And he said This is a good man. We don't expect this. He said they are Christians. Christians are supposed to be able to talk and work things out among themselves. When the ungodly is giving advice to the righteous, we are in trouble. It means our donkey is talking. It means our tank is talking Jesus Jesus I'm trying hard to compose myself and so he wants us to come into young people listen to me we have done you a disservice if we make you to believe that you can live in this age without the holy spirit if we have made you to think that you can navigate without him resting upon your life then we need to repent you are not able to function in this last days without an outpouring of his spirit it's not possible because there are unclean spirits that are only released in this time, they are vicious and they only get more dangerous before the Lord comes they don't diminish in their wickedness, the evil becomes worse and if you're gonna face universities if you're gonna face high schools and colleges, you have to go under the full weight of the Holy Spirit You cannot go out there naked. You cannot go out there without being clothed and covered. It's not possible to go into the workplace. If you have ever worked in one of these call centers, then you know what I'm talking about. It is overrun with homosexuality. You cannot work in that environment unless the spirit of God is upon you. Can't work there. And so what we want is not just an anointing. Because when we are asking for an an anointing, we usually tag to it. The manifestation. Meaning, when we say, God, I want an anointing, we normally say, Lord, I want the anointing to heal. So we have already predetermined what the manifestation should be. But when we ask for an outpouring of his spirit, he comes upon us and he works through us and in us and out for us whatever he wants so you might think you have something called healing but when he works through you it becomes sign wonders and miracles you might think you have something called speaking in tongues but when he works through you it's called diverse kind of tongues oh god help us this morning you might think that your calling is to sing but when he releases it upon you it is the anointing of administration do you know what is released upon those who have the anointing for administration if they have received from that outpouring isaiah 22:22, 22, 22 the anointing their power the ability to lock and open heaven to lock and open earth to loose everything that ought to be loose and to bind things that ought to be bound We cannot settle for just an anointing. Say, Lord, pour out your spirit upon me. Say, Lord, I repent. I've been asking for too little. I've just been asking for an anointing. Say, Lord, I repent. I've just been asking for an anointing. What I really need is you. Holy Spirit. Come and say, Holy Spirit. Fall upon me. I need you. It is you I need. It is you I need. It is you I need. Holy Spirit. It is you I need. It is you I need. It is you I need. Holy Spirit. Oh God. Jesus shall come to pass in those days not that I will pour out my anointing he says I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh young flesh and old flesh your men, your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions male flesh and female flesh he says that i will pour out my spirit upon your sons and upon your daughters (laughs) oh my god and if that wasn't good enough he says when i come into your house because i poured upon you i'm gonna come into your house and the person that you brought in to work to wash your clothes to clean your yard i will fall upon them as well I will fall upon your servants. I will fall upon the man who cut the yard. I will fall upon the one who pushed the clothes. I will fall upon them. And when I fall upon them, everyone will be baptized with myself over and over again. So this is what Jesus did. This is what Jesus did. Jesus, knowing he says to them, he says, when when he sent them out and they were producing miracles, signs, and wonders, and when they were producing that, and they came back and they said, Lord, demons are subject to us. And Jesus said, he said, No, 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 that's really not what you should be excited about. That is supposed to happen. Let me give you a little secret so you understand what I'm getting at. When a politician tells you, that i fix road i give you water and i give you light and it sounds like they're doing their jobs they're not you already pay for it in your taxes they're not when they tell you however that we have made our nation a productive center by causing for ideas to grow and to flourish that's when they're doing their job. Innovations! They're not doing their job just to fix the roads. That's not. That's what is expected. You pay for it. It is the new things that shows that they're doing their jobs. And so, when Hmm. <laughs> when mm. This is why he wants us to have a fellowship with him. So Jesus said, demons have to respond to us. If your anointing is not chasing demon, something is wrong. If what is up in your life is not buffeting unclean clean spirit, something is wrong. That's not, you must rejoice that your name is written in the book. Your name is written, you are good because there are greater challenges to face and the greater challenges require not that you box yourself in well I am I'm only anointed to teach so I can't preach well I'm only I'm anointed to work in the house so I can't go outside and do evangelism we're boxing ourselves in and we are limiting ourselves and there's a word curtail the working of the Holy Spirit because we're not giving him ourselves fully we're still holding on to part of ourselves so he says to them he breathed receive the Holy Spirit Acts 1 8 he says to them for what's coming next I want you to wait I'm about to empower you When, can I say this this way? When the Holy Spirit comes upon us, it's not for us to stay in church and flex muscle. There's a purpose for his coming. It is to bring conviction to the world of righteousness, sin, and judgment. That's one of his main functions. But it is also that we might expand the kingdom so this anointing here today this anointed service is really geared to say Lord every place in me that I've been holding back and I've been kept reserved for myself I repent I am now giving you full room to move Alright, let me hurry up and wrap it up for you. So he fell on the book of Acts. In the book of Acts 2. He fell in a prayer meeting. Now let me say to those of us who don't like prayer meeting. We see prayer meeting as a very boring service. And we don't show up we have all the fanciful excuses why we do not want to show up in a prayer meeting. But let me say to you that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit took place where? In a prayer meeting. And the book of Acts has its first outpouring. Prayer meeting. Hundred and twenty. Hundred and twenty persons. Men and women alike Received his This outpouring And Something happened So I want you to log this if you may Some of you will be familiar with this So I want to break it down this way The prophecy of Joel 2.28 The prophecy Of Acts, Acts chapter 1 Verse 8 Have at least six manifestations. That's not the right word. Let me find another word for it. That throughout the book of Acts, they did not ask for an anointing. What they asked for was that they want to have fellowship with the Holy Spirit. There are six major outpourings of the Holy Spirit in the book of Acts. And I want to tell you what each did I'm going to take a quick run through And tell you what each did Because what we're expecting Of those whom Hands will be laid on and every single one of us Is to see at least At least Aspects of the sixth In every one of our lives The first outpouring Acts 1 And sorry, Acts First outpouring Acts chapter 2 120, a mixture of men and women, that when he fell in that upper room upon his um, coming, there was a sound of a mighty rushing wind, hurricane force wind, invaded the room. And he appeared in that room. He didn't just give a sound, he appeared in a way that he could be seen. Cloven tongues of fire sat upon them, and they Began speaking in another language to give you the, 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 the best way to get for you to get this. Tower of Babel was day of Pentecost. God separated the nations by messing with their language and scattered them across the world. Next, major day of Pentecost, Sinai. God gave his commandments, all ten of them, and others, and Sinai. And at that point, he shaped a nation. Major outpouring of Pentecost again Acts 2 in this time he used language to bring the people back together the the the, the, the result of this outpouring was that three thousand men three thousand men responded to the holy to the to the, the preaching of Peter because of the Holy Spirit outpouring in this outpouring so we see when the outpouring happened. There is a release. For the conversion. Of the unconverted. You all missed it. Because you are, I guess you are still looking to be empowered to stay in church. No. When he fall upon his people. Immediately. Three thousand persons. That could not fit in that room that were on the outside heard them and upon hearing them say what must we do what must we do first outpouring 3000 responded 3000 from 15 different countries and at least two major cities was immediately impacted second outpouring acts four. Again, the disciples were grabbed, beaten, and they were released. And when they got out of being released, they went into a small room and began praying. What did we say they began doing? They began doing what? Second prayer meeting. And as they prayed, the Holy Ghost fell upon them. And the Bible says his manifestation this time was not cloven tongues of fire but he started an earthquake Jesus help us the thing is growing Ah. in Acts 2 it says they were on one accord in Acts 4 it says that the unity reached to the place where they are of one heart and one soul that's another dimension to unity and God fell in that context upon them Holy Spirit fell and out of that he did an earthquake but what did did it release? It released that unity where we have everything in common it removed all of the little spirit can't take situations he cleaned it up all together cleaned it up cleaned it up Clean it up. Jesus. Jesus. Say pour out your spirit upon me Lord. Again. Acts 2. Fell upon 120. Acts 4. It was just a small group. In a room. Next outpouring. Watch this. Next outpouring. Happened in Acts 8. He fell upon an entire community. Let me get it. Let me say it this way: just, just imagine when when we had that. Um, remember that incident with Dudus. When we had that incident with Dudus, the country, and were under public states of emergency. We had soldiers positioned every place. We here kept several battalions That were with us here In that time They Were required To succumb friends And entire community To limit the movements Of every person That lives and resides there And They have to seek permission to go Can you imagine That the Holy Spirit is capable of falling upon Homestead as a complete community. Can you imagine him fall upon Spanish Town as a complete community? Upon Portmore as a complete community. I don't mean one section of Portmore, I mean all of Portmore. Hold on a second there. Just by that I realize you have a problem with your faith. Your faith is not making the journey. Yeah, yeah, I know where you are now. Your faith is not making the journey at all. You can't see him fall on so much people one time. Well, let me show you what happened when that happened. When the Holy Spirit fell upon this community, every single idolatrous house was judged Simon, chief sorcerer, that was in this place, immediately lost his job. There was no power he could tap into. There was no science he could do. There was no hocus pocus he could draw God shut down every idolatrous house and house of witchcraft and an entire community by one authority. He did it. So much so that Simon, had to say no sir I have to hurry up and and join them people because if you can't beat them you must do what so he joined them and when he joined them and realized that out of the manifestation of this outpouring people received healings signs and wonders he went and checked the back book and then he came back and said brother Philip and wondrous apostles I want some of that I am prepared to pay any amount of money. Name the price. Let me tell you, this outpouring cannot be bought. (laughs) Hi. Boy. Help me, Jesus. It cannot be bought. It cannot be bought. It cannot be polluted. It cannot be compromised. It cannot be sold out. This outpouring upon the community will set it free when this outpouring happens dons and gangsters cannot reign can't happen because they are shut down hurry along that's outpouring number 3 outpouring number 4 acts 9 holy spirit fell watch this so he fell upon 120 then he fell upon small group then he fell upon community now he shows he's able to fall upon families we are in prayer and we are believing for every single person in this house who have family members that are not saved we have been carrying before the lord your children because we believe that god wants to make this outpouring possible again wherever Every single member of your household will be saved. Everyone. Not just few. Everyone. We are believing God and we are expecting a, an early and quick manifestation. So if the name of your family members is not with us, write it down and send it come because we are determined that every single one must be saved. They could have bad like like rent, I am. We are determined that they must be saved. We have the faith. We have the faith. We know what we are saying. We are expecting for them to be what? For them to be what? Say, poor Roger. Spirit, Lord. Hallelujah. Cornelius was not even numbered among. What we say the righteous? God fell upon his house. Fell upon his house. In fact, in the entire book, even though Peter said what he said in Acts 2, the fulfillment of Joel, Joel 2.28, it's in Cornelius's house that it actually fulfilled. Because in the upper room, there were no servants that were baptized. But in Cornelius's house, servants, soldiers were serving him. Every single one got baptized. I said every single one, every single one. Oh, we're not done yet. We're going to look a little bit more. So we have two more. Next up point, Acts ten. <laughs> Acts ten. Mm. God fell upon. I'm going too fast. But that was, Acts ten is Cornelius's house. So God fell upon him. In Acts nine, God fell upon Paul. When he fell upon Paul, he actually showed that any individual that are prepared to open themselves up to him he will come upon them I want you to put your hands on your head and say even me, even me Lord So, whatever you are doing in this season Jesus do not leave me do not leave me out of it I want to be filled up by your spirit fill me Lord Fill me, fill me Lord hallelujah so he pour upon individuals he pour upon entire household <laughs> and then next one is Acts 19 Acts 19 Bible says that there are 12 men who came to meet with the apostles and that as they met and again they began praying when he fell upon the one Paul he was in prayer all this while he was in prayer and Simeon came to pray with him and he fell again when he fell upon Cornelius' house, he was in prayer. He says, "It was three o'clock. He was in prayer when the Holy, an angel appeared to him, and he fell." Acts nineteen. were in prayer again. Twelve men. We have a problem with men coming into their places. We're having a major problem. Men, listen to me for a moment. We're having a major problem with you coming into your places and i think after many years of trying to understand it i'm getting the understanding of it now i believe that what is lacking is a peculiar uncompromising outpouring of god's spirit i believe we're not pressing in enough to receive this kind of ridiculous outpouring upon our life now let me make this clear <laughs> there are a number of research that have been done. And the research asks questions like, and for those who are meeting me for the first time, hello, here's a research. The research says that the reason why the church seems to be a lot have more females than men is that the gospel message has been feminized. That's that's one of the research that they found in Jamaica. It's a joke. It's a, so what they're saying is that because the church is feminized, then men are staying away because they see when the Holy Spirit fall upon women, how they behave and go on bad and look ugly. So they don't want to fall in that particular place. They, they don't look with all of the money they spend at the hairdresser, it, it flag out at that point. And so the men don't want to look anything like that. All right? So, so they are saying, because of that, the men are staying away. They went as far as saying that not only is the message feminized but even the way the buildings are constructed that it is feminized so the walls are painted with colors that are uh only female oriented colors very serious piece of research well i have one news for the researcher it's a cop-out it's a cop-out it's a it's a it's, it's giving god an excuse for why we are refusing To submit to his spirit It's a couple You are not Being un- touched to behave like A woman You have been touched so that what is in you Might f- come to the surface That the Manifestation that he wants to work In you will be at work In your life That's what he wants So you may not Holler and bawl You may not Roll on the floor. You may not do all that other stuff, but if you are willing to allow him to use you, it's time now. In this last outpouring, I believe it wasn't a mistake, that when he did it, he fell upon all men. Not just we're not talking about the three thousand men that got saved now. We're talking about all men in a prayer meeting. That 12 plus men in a prayer meeting, and the Holy Spirit fell upon men. I said, men, listen to me. Men coming into a prayer meeting and the Holy Ghost says, I want to be among you. And fell upon every single one of them. Men, listen to me again. I said, the Holy Spirit wants to fall upon you. Men, young men, young boys, the Holy Spirit wants to fall upon you. Young boys, the Holy Spirit wants to fall upon you. How are you going to tame that thing in your trousers unless the Holy Spirit fall upon you, how are you going to tame what's going on in your head space unless the Holy Spirit fall upon you, how are you walk around in this earth and not be a player unless the Holy Ghost fall upon you you need an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, I want every man in this house to stand up on their feet, every young boy stand up on your feet and say Lord pour yourself up up upon me right now Say pour out, come on, get those young boys up, get them standing, every one of them. Get them standing. Get them standing. He wants to pour out upon our men. So let me close them. Take your seats a moment. Let me close this. way Close this way. Between Acts 2 and Acts 8, we have seen at least three outpourings. It is between this time, it is only after the outpourings that God says, Separate unto me, deacons. Find some people who are going to function as the deaconess. To serve those who are going to be serving. And seven were found. And hands were laid on all seven of them. Hands were laid. They did not even bring into the room oil. They did not even bring olive oil. Because I see, sometimes we think on anointing, unless it's olive oil. No, they did not even use oil hands were laid upon them. And when they put their hands upon them, they spoke into their lives. That you are set apart for the office of a deacon. Your role is not to cause trouble in church, but to prevent trouble in church. To solve matters. And to serve well. You would notice that out of Stephen and Philippe, the bubbling of the evangel- evangelistic. That when this is poured upon you, it must trigger in you every other giftings that is upon your life. So, we want to see the evangelistic. In fact, it says that after the deacons were put in place, the church grew because they were engaged in evangelism. A passage that we read from the 13th chapter of Acts says Separate unto me, Paul and Barnabas. So, we have pastors that have been setting aside today. Please note, again, they were in prayer. they were fasting and praying and the Holy Ghost spoke the Holy Ghost said it is one of the most unusual texts in the entire Bible it's unusual because normally we hear that the Lord spoke God says but to hear it says and the Holy Ghost says separate unto me so we have this morning that the Holy Ghost is separating two persons to the pastorate to serve their congregation and to honor the Lord in doing so. My brother, my sister, this is how. <laughs> your character is described in the New Testament as men and women who have hazarded their lives. It means you are not hurry come up. You are not just taken from some place and promoted because somebody like you, or they're curry favored with someone, but rather there is evidence of your service. And evidence that you have been exposed to trouble. Evidence that you have been exposed to the harshness of people's tongue. Evidence that you have been exposed to the harshness of Satan coming against you. But you remain faithful. My sister, God says evidence... Evidence that you have to know what it is to suffer for the gospel's sake. Evidence that you know what it is to can't sleep even though you're in your bed because there's a burden. Your life has been hazarded. Therefore, you're chosen. The hazardous condition that you have lived under is what purifies you like gold. And make you to become like precious silver What does that term means? To be a precious silver In the Old Testament God says that Israel has become reprobate silver It means that they have lost their ability and and power to redeem anyone To be precious silver means That your value is intact. That your calling is intact. And the grace released upon your life is intact. You can minister and people get saved. You have been given for that purpose. Leaders, deacons, those who are being anointed now and those who have already. Those who are serving in the position of officers and other things. Hear me and hear the word of the Lord. That this is a new day. This is a new experience. This is a new season. You will be tested. You will be processed. Even more than you have been processed before. That the spirit of the Lord is saying to you. He's about to put you in a place of testing. And he's gonna prove you yet again. To consider you worthy is to consider you after the second boat have been proven. And when he has finished his proving of you, he will promote you. But until then, consider yourself served, noticed. Says the spirit of the Lord that you are now under a different level of scrutiny. I have put my eyes upon you And I am watching you I am seen to your life To everything concerning your conduct Your behavior Your talk Your private moments And your public appearances I have you under my scrutiny Says the spirit of the Lord I will not hold back From disciplining you. And I will cause my spirit. To come upon you yes. But he will discipline you. I'm about to remove. Out of your experience. And out of your character. And your anything at all. That is offensive. I'm going to put it to the test. To the fire. To the purging. And I'm going to finish my purging. And break you. Until you are humbled before me. I will not stop simply because you say it's too much i will not stop until i produce in you what i intend and doing all this while you have been wasting my time and I've been missing my appointments. And I am determined to come into your house. I'm going to meet you in your cars. I'm going to meet you in your place of business. I'm going to find you where you are. Since you will not come and meet with me where I want you to meet with me. I'm going to meet you where you are. And I'm going to fall upon you. And when I do, you will look like an idiot. But when I'm done with you, you will be what I want out of you. You will be my servant to represent me in this earth. In this earth in this time, in this season, I will not hold back or ease up from putting my hands upon you. You are mine. You are mine. I'm about to do this. And that starts today. Starts today. today. Starts today. You can do nothing else but submit to my spirit, says the Lord. You cannot run. You cannot now say, This is not for me. You cannot. I'm proving you even as you are before me right now, says the Spirit of the Lord. I'm searching your hearts, I'm searching your motives. I'm searching you and I'm sending my fire through you that you might know that I'm in my house and I will be glorified. I will be glorified. I will be glorified. The word of the Lord to you this morning. The word of the Lord. Father, Holy Spirit, my God, the fear of the Lord. I've just entered the room in a way. Mm. Mm. Oh God, oh God. Holy Spirit we submit to you this day Holy Spirit have your way Holy Spirit I'm going to have a pastor to come please Holy Spirit Holy Spirit God. Good afternoon everyone. Good afternoon everyone. I'm going to ask because of the flow of the service that we pray for apostle now instead of at a later time.